0: So that that puts you right there in the driver's seat, perfect time, perfect opportunity, perfect storm, if you will, to create a solution that, you know, we believe is unique. Welcome
1: to the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast.
0: This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes
1: a difference. We call this the back end. This is the Post Purchase Pro Podcast, and today we have a very, very special guest uh, with us, Chelsea Cohen. She is the CEO and co-founder of SoStocks.com. Um, Chelsea, I know that when we were speaking the other day, what got me most excited is the way that you guys approach Amazon is from an inventory um, angle. It's, it's a little different than what Um, most Amazon sellers are um, used to when it comes to building an Amazon business. And now more than ever, inventory and getting that entire process right is so, so important. So I'm your host today, Seth Stevens, along with my co-host, Sean Hart, um, Post Purchase Pro Podcast. But now let's jump into Chelsea's story. So Chelsea, tell us how you guys came to be, who Chelsea is, um, where you started and where you guys are now.
2: Sure. Yeah, I started selling on Amazon in 2014. And uh, we had success. Of course, as you face success, you also face stockouts. And around 2018, started looking at the bottom line, a concept I called death by paper cuts. And it was all those little tiny things that were eating away at the profit margin, eating away at the revenue. Inventory seemed to be the one that was something I could get my hands around and also would have a very big impact on the bottom line. So I have no experience in software, but I actually met someone who did have experience, pitched in my idea, and we went into business together and uh, really worked with hundreds of Amazon sellers to figure out this piece that no one was really getting right back then.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. So so Chelsea, um, you were an Amazon seller first, experienced Mm -hmm. the struggle, right? Experienced success and then the kind of the consequences of that. And then mm-hmm. you said, oh, shoot, um, not only is there a problem here, but you kind of figured out better than most. And then you started looking at software as kind of a solution to that. Is that kind of your your journey in the nutshell?
2: Yes. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's a lot of people along the way who also helped on that journey. And I think that's important is that I experience certain things in my own business, but there's I can't experience every single problem. And so it's all been a really collaborative experience with uh, the users.
0: That's crazy. So Seth and I, as you know from our call before, Chelsea, we had a, a crazy experience when it come to inventory. Um, when we were launching our products in 2014, if I have my years right, we actually mm-hmm. launched 350 unique private label products on Amazon in just yeah. 10 months. And so, you know, not all of those turned into huge heroes, of course, but the ones who did, that was the biggest drawback was if we didn't manage our inventory, if we weren't like inventory conscious, I think uh, mm-hmm. you have a cool term for that. I know uh, mm-hmm. then we would suffer the consequences because, yeah. as you know, stocking out is like a cardinal sin when it comes to, you know, especially in your launch phase and your in your growth phase in the beginning.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's, and then 2020 comes around and it's one of the biggest problems. And we had a, com- it was a conversation no one really wanted to have. You know, everyone was talking about marketing and 2020 came around and it was a conversation everyone wanted to have and no one was really um, able to speak to it. So it presented unique opportunities to kind of get into that conversation.
1: So Chelsea, not only um you know did we struggle the or struggle with stocking out, but like when Sh- Sean mentioned, we were launching products really quickly, and then some of them um were we had way too much inventory on, so mm-hmm. one of the other struggles that we had was too much capital tied up, so yeah. struggling with your inventory, and I know that's kind of the the central theme of the goal today, but struggling with your inventory either too much or too little um, can mm-hmm. be a huge huge um um you know, a hurdle for your business to face. I mean, capital is tied up, so you can't deploy it in faster moving products to then then, uh, restock the products that are actually running out of stock. So it's kind of a, a catch 22. You're losing all the different ways. So what are you guys looking at when it comes to inventory management today?
2: Yeah. So, and that's something that was a, a central theme with a lot of the sellers we talked about, uh, talked to, and as well as a lot of the agencies, you know, PPC agencies, have you ever stocked out a client? Invariably, the answer is yes. Um, something that we like to promote and push is what I call inventory minded marketing. And that's, that's the cool. idea. Kind of, <laughs> yes. Yeah, inventory minded marketing. And that's the kind of the general idea of Matt, you know, kind of syncing up the inventory team and the marketing team. And it's five reports that kind of exchange between that help to address both the stockouts and the overstocking aspects of, uh, of what we're doing on Amazon.
1: I love the concept of inventory-minded marketing because that's mm-hmm. one thing that we constantly failed at in 2014, 2015, when we were early in our, the team building um, and getting these pieces dialed in. So we'd have marketing doing one thing, Get really getting things moving along. And then if inventory didn't keep up, then it was a real struggle. So Chelsea, what are you guys doing on your side to um, not only to build a business where you don't have that issue, but kind of build the business with inventory as, in mind as you're doing your marketing?
2: Yeah, so a couple of things. Um, the, obviously, the first thought is, well, if you have a marketing plan, you can give it to inventory and then inventory can pr- prepare for that. You know, lightning deals, how many units are you going to be moving with the lightning deals? What are you going to be doing with PPC? Which SKUs will be affected? So that's kind of the first step. But there's actually uh, it reports that the inventory team should be giving to the marketing team. Often inventory takes a passive role and almost a reactive role generally. Uh, but if you switch that up and say, okay, this is the proactive role, what products are on that list of Potential stockout products, that should go to the marketing team. Uh, what are the slow sellers that could become a real problem? What products need to be liquidated? And what do we have in overstock? And all of those things should inform the marketing plan to make sure that you're increasing your sell through, getting some of that capital back, increasing your restock limits, and, uh, and avoiding stockouts.
0: <laughs> Where the heck were you in 2014 and 15, Chelsea? <laughs> uh, we needed you in a big way. So my my whole theory was when when Seth and I were scaling a product, um, uh, a bed pillow product, mm-hmm. we were doing these living social deals and Groupon deals, and then what yeah. was that what was that crazy one on that would just blow up our sales overnight, Seth? It was like a deal site where people <laughs> would repost it. You know what I'm talking about? Like oh, a yeah. or slick something crazy deals. Like that. Yeah. Slick <laughs> deals. That was the one. Oh slick yeah,
2: deals. I remember that. That's yeah, that's back oh. in the day.
0: So my whole theory was let's just raise more money. So uh, we went to our supplier and, and overseas and and had them commit to uh, I think it was nine hundred thousand, almost a million $1 million dollars worth of extra inventory. So we would have been able to allocate those funds a lot uh, a lot more uh, manageable and more effective if we'd had something like yours uh, your software in the past. So what was it that that one defining moment in your business as a seller? Because that's you know that's we're all sellers here. Uh, yeah. What was that one defining moment that made you realize, hey, I really have a problem here. Mm-hmm. And uh, if a solution doesn't exist, I'm going to find one.
2: Yeah. Um. I mean, I would say there was a time where we stocked out for a month and, you know, with our best seller. And then, you know, that had happened. And there was another one week that we had stocked out. And come the end of the year, starting to put all of the financials together and looking at the annual profit and going, we really should have made more. And we also had a bunch of air shipments because we were stocking out. You wanted to you know, use the air shipments to get the inventory over and all of these tiny things adding up that just really started to kind of take a hit on the finances. And that was when I turned first to spreadsheets. Of course, that's what everyone seems to do. And it became a full time job for me. So look for software, couldn't find what I was looking for, asked, of course, you know, the community, my friends, they said, you know, we've tried everything, nothing works out there. So we're back to spreadsheets. And that was kind of the light bulb moment for me.
0: Wow. So that that puts you right there in the driver's seat, perfect time, perfect opportunity, perfect storm, if you will, to create mm-hmm. a solution that you know, we believe is unique. Now, as you know, we work with Network and and JB with a lot of software solutions out there and third party uh, providers. And I I have to admit, Chelsea, what you're doing there with with SoStock is different than anything we've ever seen. So what makes your software, your solution different than some of the other things that are kind of baked in to a bigger suite of of, uh, solutions out there?
2: Sure. Yeah. There's. Um, I mean, in general, uh, very much more customizable. One of the things that we learned there, a lot of those systems out there had algorithms, and they were very smart algorithms, and they, you know, could predict things, and they would give you this number, and they would just spit out a number. And the sellers did not trust that number. They did couldn't figure out how the math occurred. And so the first six months, we actually built an algorithm. It was more customizable, but it was an algorithm that I would be onboarding. I onboarded every single user for the first year and a half. And they would ask me, you know, that first six months we had only 25 people. And they said, how, how did you get to this number? And then I would go back to our uh, lead developer, and we actually got into an argument. I mean, you need to tell me how we got to this number so I can explain it to them. And we we're going back and forth, and he's not answering. And finally, he just blurted out, "I can't tell you, Chelsea. It's too complicated." <laughs> and at that point, I knew we had to rip it up, start all over again. We said, "Send us your spreadsheets." And we had uh, sellers, you know, six and seven figure sellers sending us their spreadsheets. What works about it? What doesn't? Why is this better than anything else that you've tried out there? And What do you want to see? And we laid the foundation. And then from there on, it was just, hey, could you do this? Could you add that? Could you provide this data or that report? And it kind of grew organically once we got that magic thing right of, wow, sellers actually want to understand why you're giving them that number.
0: That's funny. That reminds me, Seth, the conversation we just had less than an hour ago with one of our clients as we were showing their dashboard, they were like, "Well, where do these numbers come from? I didn't know they were even there." And it's easier to just uh, gloss over it, you know, or glaze over it than it is to explain where the numbers come from. So, yeah. um, obviously, twenty-five people in the first six months by doing that, by doing that uh, personal onboarding call with every single customer for the first mm-hmm. year and a half, that gave yeah. you very valuable insight as to the real struggle out there for sellers. And mm-hmm. I think that's where your solution is really filling the void uh, in mm-hmm. the marketplace out there. So um, yeah. right now, I'm sure you have capacity for more sellers. Right, Chelsea? So yeah. how before we wrap up on this podcast, how or what's the best way for folks who are listening or watching the video? How, mm-hmm. how, how should they go about finding more about you besides SoStock.com? Uh, do you yeah. have some social channels that you'd like to share and an email address?
2: Yes, yeah, it's actually a very easy. So stock.com forward slash connect has all my socials. You can connect with me. There's a link to a deb- demo there. There's also a link to free tools. We have a, a lot of free tools that make it easier for inventory uh, and inventory minded marketing. The marketing template is actually there. So if anyone's interested in learning a little bit more about inventory minded marketing, they can access that and um, just various different things to help people to start making inventory better, and also start making more money on the supply chain.
0: Okay.
1: Chelsea, before we uh, wrap up, I I just want to make sure everybody understands kind of um, in a nutshell what you guys are doing. What is SoStock.com? So give us your elevator pitch for two minutes. Kind of walk us through the solution to the problem and then how you guys uh, orchestrate all that.
2: Sure. Yeah. So, so, so stock is an inventory management and forecasting software. It also allows you to do forecast modeling, which is to say, what would happen if, you know, my sales increased by this or that amount. The difference is taking the data from the past, but also putting in your future planning, able to put in your marketing plans and to kind of test things out. And then being able to print to create purchase orders and transfer orders directly from the software and then track everything uh, from start to finish on an inventory level.
0: Well, I understand you you have a free 30 day trial and then you Mm -hmm. have the uh, inventory minded marketing template in there. Mm -hmm. All that makes sense. But what doesn't make sense to me is that giant roll of toilet paper behind you. Can you explain (laughs) that?
2: Yeah. um, So and it says fed up with this sheet it's
0: oh
2: <laughs> yeah so the the in 2020 there was a run on toilet paper that was the first thing that kind of started running out off the shelves so we decided you know stocking out of toilet paper was kind of very topical and then we put the little uh symbols to make it look like the cells of an excel spreadsheet and uh and you know the rest is uh, the rest is history. We we have t-shirts of that. People will be talking to us, and all of a sudden, see our t-shirt and start laughing.
0: That's a beautiful thing. I, I remember seeing all the uh, graduation t-shirts for the for the kids in high school that the 2020 the zeros were toilet paper. So mm, I guess that's something yeah. we'll be able to laugh about in a few years. So if you're listening to this on the podcast on any of the platforms, just check the show notes. Uh, all the links that Chelsea has shared about sostock.com will be there. If you're watching this in social media, uh, YouTube, Facebook, any of the other channels, and there's a video, the notes under the video should lead you to where you can find out more about Chelsea and her amazing platform, so SoStock.com. Uh, check it out. They're offering a 30-day free trial, and uh, Chelsea has some pretty, uh, pretty amazing goodies there for you. Just follow the link in the show notes, Seth.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, guys, if you want to stop stocking out on your best products, if you want to make sure that you're running your business and and planning your marketing with inventory in mind, which is, you know, the thing right now with uh, logistics as crazy as they are, then check out what Chelsea um, is doing at SoStock.com. You said SoStock.com forward slash connect. You can follow Chelsea and engage with her. Um, But Chelsea, I cannot tell you um, how beneficial it is what you guys are doing because um, we've been there before. We've we've stocked out. We've bought too much. And when you nail inventory in a physical products business, you know, that's when you can really make some money. Um, When you are selling physical things and you have to move them around a lot and and you have to store them too long and and you can't coordinate with your marketing team, then you really do shoot yourself in the foot and you lose a lot of that potential money. So, Chelsea, um, as we wrap this thing up, any final words of wisdom or anything that you want to say as we get out of here?
2: Um. I guess in terms of final words of rhythm, just start start thinking with inventory in mind and realizing that inventory can be a liability or it can be an asset. And when you have inventory that's really clogging up your system, there's a lot of reasons why it becomes a liability. So turning it into an asset may not be that it's, completely profitable or maybe very marginally profitable with things like liquidation, but it becomes an asset when you recover some of that cash and also use it to increase your restock limits or maybe boost your IPI score or your ranking if you have overstock inventory that you can uh, use for that. So there's various different ways for it to become an asset once again.
0: Chelsea Cohen, seller turned uh, software engineer, now marketing. Um The only solution that we're aware of that does everything under one roof that you're talking about when it comes to managing inventory for Amazon sellers comes with our highest recommendation. Listen, every single time you touch the inventory, whether it's at Amazon's FBA warehouse or yours, your cost goes up no matter what you think. So if you get inventory right, and it makes everything else fall into place so much easier. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for joining us on the Post Purchase Podcast. And I look forward to our interview with you more extensively on the upcoming webinar. Thank you.
2: Thank you.